This is Julie D, and you're listening to NordoniaHills.News. And today I'm sitting here talking with Jeff from Drone, Ohio. So, Jeff, how do you pronounce your last name? I always ask people that. It's Holberry. Holberry. And you probably have that your whole life, haven't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, I saw just recently on social media, uh, Facebook, in fact, you're on Facebook exclusively, right? You're not in any of the crazy other Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. Well, I do have my dot com, droneohio.com, of course, and then Drone Ohio on YouTube has over 160 videos. Nice. But um, I am on Instagram, I believe. (laughs) That's the only other social media that I do. And I do that not as often as I should, so. I saw on Facebook you did a flyover of fun and stuff, and I thought it was so cool you were chasing a train. Yep. Tell me about that shoot. Yeah, um, well, again, I live here in Macedonia, so, um, and I travel all over the place to do what I do, but I just haven't done a lot here in Macedonia. So, uh, uh, I have been down to the high school. I did the high school a couple of times, I do believe, and then we just did fun and stuff the other day, which is a, a neat place. I haven't been down there to race the go-karts lately, but... Uh, That'd be fun. Uh, that, that always, uh, and it makes good, uh... Uh, photography too you know uh, I've been a photographer all my life since I was 16 years old that was like a century ago so uh, I got into the aerial photography about three years ago so for me to do something here in Macedonia well this Christmas I went down and did the Christmas lights at the City Hall yes we did that as well beautiful uh, so I uh, just thought I'd start popping some things off here in uh, Macedonia and uh, I also did the uh, uh, the Roxino, which is now changing over to the MGM, MGM here shortly. Uh, we just did that recently, and I had done that about a year or two ago as well. So. Well, you're going to have to reshoot it once they put the MGM oh, yeah. line you up there. What? Well, that's why I went up there just now, because <clears throat> I knew it was going to be changing over. So Yeah, they're not done yet. Yeah. should be very soon, though. Yeah. They've done a lot of work there just recently. So again, living here in Macedonia, you know, I just felt the need, I need to do a little bit more here in Macedonia. Well, I did meet you um, years ago at one yeah. of the fun fests yeah, yeah. in town, and uh, you were um, doing the fireworks. Uh, yeah, we did do the fireworks that year. Uh, actually, I think uh, that was the same year that I met Gary, and then I Gary think Miller. Last year, I think uh, Gary and I uh, hung out up at the fun fest as well. Last year, and we didn't—I don't remember if we did a live stream or if we did uh, video or stills or whatnot, but. Uh, yeah, uh, like I say, on the website, if you go into the photo gallery, there's major categories like towns and cities. So, like Macedonia topic, you just go into the towns and cities and mm-hmm. then look for Macedonia, and then from there you'll see the high school, you'll see fun and stuff, and you'll see all the other stuff. So, what is the furthest away that you've done? Ah, well, we went to White House, Tennessee. I saw that. That was a. Uh, not last summer, but the summer before, we went down there for the uh, solar eclipse, and we were directly on the Umbro line. I mean, smack dab on the Umbro line, which was really neat. But the farthest way was San Antonio, Texas. Last year, uh, last May, my son went into the Air Force, and they have their basic training down there in San Antonio. Uh, so I did a eight or nine city trip with the drone mobile, which we'll talk about the drone mobile later. Yes. Uh, I did an eight or nine city trip, and we went to New Orleans, uh, Houston, Dallas, Waco, San Antonio, uh, all sorts of places. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee on the way back. Uh, 
been to Cincinnati. So, no, we go all over the place. And I love going all over northern Ohio. I mean, northern Ohio is where it's at. Uh, I was born here uh, originally from Chagrin Falls. Grew up in Chagrin Falls. And, uh, You've done some shoots there too, haven't you? Oh, yeah. No, I do a lot of work out there because it's my hometown. Uh, I was born there in 1960 and I left in 73, so my whole childhood was out there. Uh, and then uh, right after I got out of high school, I went down to Florida. I was down in Florida for 11 years. and They don't have dirt. They don't have grass down there. They don't have four seasons. They don't have... Uh, you can have Florida. You guys keep Florida. Uh, <laughs> they have the alligators too. Th- this is where it's at. Northeast Ohio is where it's at. I mean, we've got Squires Castle. We've got all these beautiful parks. Uh, the emerald necklace of uh, the Cleveland Metro Park system. Have you um th- the covered the uh, Northeast Ohio, the... Covered bridges and the I, fall. Well, I actually ride, so I used to ride in the covered bridge motorcycle run, which oh. in certain years would have anywhere between 300 and 500 motorcycles on a single motorcycle run. Wow. So I was quite familiar with that. And the first, I think it was the first year I was into the drone, uh, we specifically went out there with two drones, actually, two drone pilots and whatnot. And we were, we were jumping ahead of the motorcycle run and we covered all of those things. So. Uh, yeah, I got a. There's photo galleries of uh, the covered bridges and whatnot. It's a beautiful area too. Yeah, just I mean, Northeast Ohio. It's just it's where it's at for me. Didn't you do a motorcycle run uh, for the BFW last year? I did cover that. I'm trying to remember who pointed. I think Cliff might have pointed me in that direction. But yeah, we just uh, we covered their their leaving on their daily run. It wasn't a very big ride. No, it might have been. 25 or 30 bikes. There's a lot of things that we can do with a drone. Uh, you know, we cover special events. I did uh, the Hudson uh, High School Swing Marching Band last wow. year. Wow. Uh, where they invited multiple marching bands down into their stadium, and they had a little, like, marching band off, you know? And, I missed that one. And uh, that, that was good. Um, we created a video off of that one. We got some great stills because we just ran into a beautiful sunset that night. Oh, lucky. And uh, I'm one who chases sunsets and sunrises. Come June and July, on the weekends, I'm waking up at 4.30 in the morning so I can go out and be somewhere for when the sun comes up. And then when the sunrise isn't pretty, you're like, oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but the key is, and this is one of the... Uh, Cliff Frank's quotes is, you can't shoot it if you're not there, you know, so you got just got to go out and be there. Very true. To get all these uh, cool things. So. I do time lapses too. Uh, speaking of sunsets, you know, sunset that time well lapses are really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you can do it from a drone up above, you know, and have a nice subject matter, you know, a lake or something or a city clouds skyline. Yeah, and the clouds are booking across the mm-hmm. sky and everything, so... There's a lot of things that I, I do, do and uh, oh, just recently. Well, I wasn't recently, but uh, you helped with a lost a couple lost dogs <laughs> over your career. Yeah, we've we've been getting calls a lot lately too. Uh, we had a dog down in Twinsburg last year that we helped find uh, down in Canal Folk back in January, February. We we're looking for a dog out on a frozen marsh. Um, the two Bernese Mountain dogs just recently. Uh, we've had a call for the horse, and we've had a call for a cow that got loose. Holy cow, I didn't <laughs> yeah. hear about that. Uh, so, we, you know, if we can help, 
more more than glad. I mean, this is just me speaking. I work with a bunch of other drone companies in right. and around the area. I mean, we're all kind of buddy buddies. But if somebody calls me up and if I have the time and, you know, I don't mind going out to wherever it's at, you know, I'll try to help people out. Uh, but it is a business. I mean, you know, I have a lot of money invested in it, so mm -hmm. it's nice to make money. But also, you know, we get exposure through these different types of things. People really like the live streams on Facebook, you know. People really seem to like those. Uh, we we didn't actually even fly this last year, but we did the Blossom Time Parade out in Chagrin Falls, and we live streamed it from the ground. And I think we got seventeen thousand views on it. Right. You know, so right. There's so many things that we can do with the the multimedia and the social media. Mm -hmm. You know, like in the Chagrin Falls situation. A lot of people love Chagrin Falls. A lot of people are from Chagrin Falls, and now they live in Colorado or Florida or right. California. You know, and they can sit there and watch and see what's going on in their city. You know, they're out there uh, rebuilding a middle school right now. So I've been doing updates as well on that, working with the school system. Uh, I also work with the uh, Chagrin Falls Historical Society, uh, just covering some of their events and uh, the Valley Arts Center out there. You know, so. Yeah, I like making money, but I also do a lot of volunteer-type work, you know, for mm -hmm. when I can, and uh, we're just having a lot of fun. I saw on social media that you got recertified this year. <laughs> yeah, just recently, just last week, I do believe. Uh, it's kind of a funny story, because uh, every, every two years, you have to get recertified to be a commercial drone pilot. So t two years ago, when I first took my test, you know, I took the test, and it was, like, really hard. I mean, all these charts you got to learn and everything. You, you gotta do your research. And yeah, you I was gonna ask you what the process is. Yeah, and uh, so two years ago when I took the test, I I thought I was gonna. You have to score seventy to pass, mm -hmm. so you gotta. It's not that hard. So last year I thought I was gonna score in the low eighties or something. When after I took my test, I ended up with a ninety three. Woo! And and I'm like wow. And then uh, so just last week I went down there, and I took the test and. Again, I thought I was maybe mid-80s or something like that. And I had gone back and I went over a couple of questions. And I changed one answer. And I ended up getting 100% on the test. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just that one question yes. changed it. If you hadn't changed that. I would have been 98%. But no, I, I wow. scored 100. So I was, that was kind of funny. Have the rules and regulations changed? That is something I wanted to talk about. And... Um, just recently, the FAA and the federal government and the Senate and the Congress and all those people, they have enacted new bills and new rules and regulations with the drones. Um, up until now, things have been pretty static for the last two years. But there are going to be implementing some changes, I don't know exactly when, but in the very near future. Uh, as of right now, you have two types of drone pilots. You have a hobbyist. You can run down a Best Buy. Buy a drone, you're a drone hobbyist. If you want to make money flying a drone, you have to be a commercial drone pilot. So mm -hmm. you have to take that test, give the government a hundred and a half and whatnot. Uh, they're changing it to anybody that flies a drone needs to have a license. Wow. They're so not, even these kids? I mean, do you, is there an age limit? Everybody. Yeah, it's going to be like driving a car now. Wow. You know, you're going to have to, I don't know, be over 16 or whatnot. But Because mm -hmm. uh, right now, you, everybody has to have a serial number on your drone. 
that's just everybody. Even mm-hmm. if you went down to Best Buy, right? Because if it gets away to, from you, exactly. But uh, now it's it. This is what they're implementing: is that everybody's good. now the test will be dumbed down a bit. You know, it won't be as as tough as it is for us. You know, and you'll be like, I remember back in the day yeah. when it was tough, and I got a hundred percent. Uh, you know, they may make two different grades of licenses too. You know, they may have oh, an right. intermediary uh, type of license and then a professional commercial license. I, I think they sure. should have a couple levels. But again, it's it's all about safety. I mean, mm-hmm. I get it, I understand it. Unfortunately, the the FAA is a little behind the technology speed that the drones have been doing for the past couple of years. Wow. You know, because things are just moving so fast in the drone industry. Uh, but for the FAA to make these new rules and make them fair for everybody, you know, then you have your lobbyists from the drone companies, of course, you right. know, and all that bureaucratic fun stuff. Uh, so it can get difficult. Uh, well, maybe it'll, you know, the, it seems like the ones that get in trouble are the ones that are not commercial. Exactly. So I mean, it might help that situation. That, that's what we always say is that us commercial pilots are the safest pilots out there right. because we know all these rules and regulations and we do our best to abide by them. Uh, the, the dangerous flyers are the hobbyists that don't know anything. I mean, sure. that parade that I talked about out in Sugar Falls, we were shooting from the ground because there was a lot of people there. You can't fly over people. Right. You can't fly over moving vehicles. Right. And three houses up the road from where we were shooting, there was a kid with a Mavic drone flying directly over the street, directly over the parade, directly right. over the marching band. Sure. And he thought it was cool. Well, guess what? It's not. Yeah. It's not Did safe. anything happen? Or No, but it's just not yeah. safe. I no, mean, it's not safe. I was actually at, uh, it was a festival in Cleveland years ago, um, the Hookah Festival, that's what it was. And we were, there was a band playing, it was a big crowd. Right above the crowd was a drone. I swear it was just like a foot above the crowd. Yeah. In fact, one of the guys in the crowd was actually operating it. Yeah. He reached up, grabbed it right there. Yeah. And that was not safe. Well, that's actually, and, and you know, we're doing an audio podcast, but I'm also filming it here. That's actually how we land these things. We mm-hmm. land them by grabbing them. Right. Because it's, it's it's safer and it's easier. When it comes in, you just reach up and you always do it above your head. So you, right. you're not going to grab it here. But you don't do it in a crowd. <laughs> no. That's the, that's the thing. And we, yes. we shoot events. We shoot concerts and stuff like right. that. Right. But what you do is you shoot it from the side. You never fly over the crowd. Because, again, it, it's against the rules and regulations. So we always fly over like a building, you know, like at the right. mall down in downtown Cleveland. We shot a concert uh, there last year. And we had a couple of drones in the air, but they were all in the safe areas where the people aren't at. And again, we do this professionally, and, you know, God only knows, you know, we don't right. want to have any accidents. It sure. cause ourselves any issue. But, you know, you certainly don't want to hurt anybody. And it's the hobbyists and it's the uneducated people that will buy this, you know, this $1,500 piece of equipment, right? which isn't too bad, but, you know. Well, I mean, there's cheap ones you can get for 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. And you can still do some damage with that if you don't know but what you're doing. But that's the thing about these new rules and regulations that it doesn't matter if it's $50 or $100. Yes. You're going to need to show the government that you, you know a little something about flying these things uh, for you to be able to even fly it. Now, who's going to police this, though? And that's the other problem. <laughs> When you're going to have the cops show up because, you know, yeah. you have one up in your backyard. Yeah. It, it, I guess maybe if you have it pointed at your neighbor. Yeah. It's a difficult situation. But, uh, uh, again, 
I work with a lot of drone companies around the area. Uh, we actually fly in the Cleveland National Air Show up at Burke every year. Oh, yes, I remember that. Uh, a guy named um, Matt Meshack and Mike Hanna, they, their company is DroneWorks, W-E-R-X, DroneWorks.com. Um, they started with the air show, I want to say this will be the sixth year. Last year, I think it was the fifth year that they were putting on drone demonstrations up there. And uh, I've been going up there for the last two years now. This will be the third year. And uh, we spend the whole weekend up there. Mm -hmm. And we try to promote the drone industry. Right. We try to put the word out, you know, about doing things in a safe manner. Right. And then once a day we go out onto the runway and we we fly around and, you know, give a drone demonstration. And uh, so that's a lot of fun. And, again, it's downtown Cleveland. It's Burke. And uh, it's, it's always a good time up there. Yeah, hopefully you'll have good weather this year. Yeah, uh, the first year was kind of iffy, but last year wasn't too bad. And uh, it's just a great time zone. So what type of weather would hinder a drone flyover? Well, like today, it's gray and rain. gloomy and rain. Uh, in a very, very light, misty rain, you can get away with it. But again, you don't really want to. I mean, this is all electronic gear. Mm-hmm. And if you get any rain on your lens, you know... Kind of pictures are you going to get or video you're going to get? So right, uh, rain's rain's not a, a good friend. Wind uh, is not your friend either. Well, actually, these birds are sturdy, and, and I only suggest the brand of DJI. Mm-hmm. It's a Chinese company, and DJI. This is a DJI Phantom Four professional model. DJI makes rock solid birds, and they're entry level. Well, actually, they have a little thing called a Tello that's only like a hundred dollars. But the next jump up is a $400 drone, Mm -hmm. which is rock solid. It's not real fancy like this one. So they have a $400 drone, and I think they got one at like $799, one at $1,000, $1,200, and $1,500. And hopefully they're coming out with a new Phantom 5 very soon this year. We've been waiting for that. What um, additional things are they going to have in that? We don't know. We don't even know if they're coming out with it. They, <laughs> they keep everything you know, squeaky quiet, but uh, this is a rock-solid bird. I mean, this thing will fly for 20 to 25 minutes on a single battery. Now I carry seven batteries. Wow. So I'm sure they're not cheap. No, no. And again, just the bird itself and the controller is <clears> 1500 <throat> and then each battery, I want to say, is 159 so $160 per battery times seven. And I know it comes with an app, and you use the app on a phone or a tablet. Yeah, you can fly it off of the controller, on, like you said, on a phone or a tablet. Uh, there are different apps, but I, I, I fly with the DJI app itself. And uh, it's all high technology. I mean, on the app, you know, we get full telemetry mm-hmm. of everything that the drone knows and sees and mm-hmm. should know. Uh, it knows when it's running out of battery. It'll let you know. Mm-hmm. It'll override you. You know, it'll say, "Hey, right. I'm going home." And right. It, it has the return to home function. You know, a lot of these hundred dollar drones, there's no return to home function. It's like if it's out of battery, it's going to drop. It's going to drop spot. wherever it is. So uh, again, you just need to research and, and educate yourself as to what your equipment can do and can't do, and and don't push the envelopes and just try to fly safe. And always try to fly respectfully to, like the Cleveland Metro Parks. They're a no-drone park system. Right. There's no drones allowed anywhere in Cleveland Metro Parks except for five locations that they've designated. Uh, One is the Polo Fields up in North Chagrin, and I'm not sure where the other ones are at. 
But uh, even before they enacted that, if I ever went to a park, you know, if people are having a picnic or a wedding or, you know, graduation sure. pictures, you know, I'm not going to be buzzing them out. You know, right. you got to be respectful. So uh, just keep that in mind. And again, safety is the number one aspect. Now, um, we talked about, you know, the tablet or the phone, and we talked about wind and different factors. What about the sun? Does that impede you looking at the viewfinder? And how do you handle that? Well, again, the, the camera is high technology. So, but you're having to view it on your tablet. Well, we have all the settings, so we change the aperture, the, the the shutter speed, and whatnot. You can put filters on these camera lenses. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're facing away from the sun, your your shutter speed and your aperture is going to be different as opposed to if you turn 180 degrees and you're shooting a sunset and you're shooting right at the sun. Then you have to change things back. And then, of course, we do uh, post-production work. You know, after we... Right. Take the photographs. We take them home, and then we work them out. Uh, but I thought um, even, like, for your tablet, like, if I'm out in, in the sun, sometimes it's hard for me to see my, my, my you know, what I'm doing on my phone with the sun. Oh, what you, oh, what yeah, you say about your, that. Yes. I actually fly, and I did bring it in here. It's out in, in the drone mobile. Um, I have a hood. Ah, Right. So I have my controller here, the tablet sits above the controller, and then attached to the tablet is a hood that stands like this tall. So right. as I'm holding it, it comes right up, and I just put my eyes into the hood. Right. It's totally shielded. Yes, I can it's see like what you It's like a cave in there. Right. And I mean, I love it to death. I, mean, I can yes. barely ever fly without it. Sometimes I do just for, for certain reasons, but... Uh, well, that's cool. And they make them for phones. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's Hoodman is the company. And for my tablet, for an 8-inch tablet, I think the hood only costs $80. Mm -hmm. I mean, worth every penny. Yeah, you need it. Worth for sure. every penny. And it's got a little slot in the bottom, so when you have to go touch the screen, you just sl slide your fingers in through right. the little slot and touch the screen. So. Nice. It's a, it's a great piece of equipment. And speaking of which, is the drone mobile. Yes, I was working <laughs> to that. I'm working my way to that. Yeah. Uh, as I was telling you, uh, the company VMS down here in Twinsburg, uh, a little over a year ago, I bought a uh, 2010 uh, Ford Transit Connect, all white. With in, I knew what it was going <laughs> to look like when I bought it. And you can see the logo here on my shirt. And... Uh, so I got a hold of VMS and and we laid something out and we created the drone mobile. So I took this white box utility van and, and put vinyl graphics all over it and uh, yeah, we we'll get some heads turned. I have, the, I have the Cleveland skyline on the hood, you know, and Squire's Castle on the back windows, and then the phone number and the logos and the dot com names. So yeah, on Squire's Castle when you did that um, that that shoot. Didn't you go like up through the, the castle itself? I did. <laughs> I actually had two drones uh, flying that morning. Uh, I was flying one inside and a friend of mine was flying the one outside. So we were filming the castle from the outside and I was flying and I went straight up through the roof. Wow. And, I don't know how you could do that. Yeah, that's that's on a YouTube video. Tricky. Yeah. And then, then the way I edited the video, you know, it was kind of cool because... You see the view from the drone going up into the bricks and the windows going by as right. the drone was going up. And then I, I switched the edit, you know, with the drone itself coming up out of the, the roof. So now that was a lot of fun. 
I try to get creative, you know. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that in your videos. It's I, I always looking when I see that you're on Facebook. I'm always like, oh, where where in the world is Jeff? Where's <laughs> <laughs> Carmen San Diego with his drone? Exactly. Have you ever crashed? <laughs> we don't crash. <laughs> we try not to crash. Well, I'm sure it happens. I have had, I do believe, only two incidences. Uh, the one was, it was rough weather and uh, I'm trying to think what the other one was do you keep track of like all your flights we do log it electronically uh, <laughs> that is part of the rules and regulations is that you have to keep a flight log right you have to keep so a how many how many flights log. have you had a lot so I mean to have only two problems out of a lot oh yeah no I've been flying really for good. three years and yes. you, you know me I'm out there almost every day that it's not raining right and I'm flying somewhere so, so I guess that's I mean I could pretty even, good track record I couldn't even tell you how many hours and, and flights you know and like I say we carry seven batteries so uh, you know if I go out to a location I can fly seven different times but also the drone mobile is equipped with a charging system uh, it has one horse one ten power to cook the coffee and charge the batteries. <laughs> Two important things. Yeah, so uh, we can keep recharged. So we fly all day long. Yeah. So you have a lot of electronics and a lot of batteries. Have you ever gotten into paranormal situations? Uh, no, that would be my sister. You'd have to talk to. Because <laughs> uh, you know, paranormal. She has, a cri- she has a crystal ball. So I mean, sometimes that has been known that if you have experienced that, you you would know it because your batteries would drain. Yeah. So I've never heard that one. Yes. You probably haven't flown over any like sites that are known for well, paranormal activity. Squire's Castle is supposedly haunted, although I'm not one to believe that. But um, No, I can't say that I have. But again, the, the company that I, I run, we're open to anything. Sure. You know, I, I've flown inside factories, a factory down in Medina. They just did a $10 million retrofit of their laser cutting machines and mm-hmm. they have robotics and all this stuff you know we were flying in there and doing a video for them we flew in a place in in Solon a, a marble and granite place that has these just stacks and stacks wow. and stacks of beautiful marble and granite you know like I said we'll, we'll cover events we'll cover anything how do people get in touch with you uh, droneohow.com uh, you can shoot me a, a message there uh, jeff at droneohow.com or you can uh, email me at droneohio at yahoo.com as well. There's plenty of ways. Uh, I'm sure on your website it'll have all the ways to get in touch with you. Well, everybody or most everybody's on Facebook. So yes. just go on to Facebook and uh, Drone Ohio, you know, search out Drone Ohio on Facebook and like our page. Uh, we're closing in on 3,000 likes actually on that page. Nice. And so when we do live streams, that's where it's hitting first. It's hitting the Drone Ohio Facebook page. And then as we're at a site and doing live streams and taking pictures and shooting video, you know, then we'll go home and we'll create the video. Um, the photography we do is called HDR photography as well. It's bracketed. So every picture is actually five pictures in one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get two underexposed, two overexposed, and one picture right in the middle. And then you take it home and the computer blends those five pictures into a single picture. And that's what gives you that almost the three, depth, yeah, the yeah. depth that almost three dimensional look. Yeah, it's beautiful. Your shots so, are beautiful. Thank you, thank you. 
And I'll tell you what, three years ago, I didn't know anything about this. Well, not I mean, we're not thing. born knowing this stuff, right? No, I, I mean, mean, this is I mean, like new. I was a photographer, but I was a, mostly a point-and-shoot photographer. I didn't really, you know, learn about and understand apertures and mm-hmm. shutter speeds and all that good stuff. I just, you know, held my camera up. If it looked good, I took a picture. And right. I was always good about framing out a picture. But all this technical stuff, especially with the video. Uh, when I first got my first drone... Um, and actually, I didn't take a lot of pictures in the first year. I took all video. Right. I just got hooked into video. And when I got my first drone, I had no clue how to take one clip here and one clip here and glue them together. I had no clue. Right. So I went on YouTube and, how do you do this, you know? And right. I, I just learned all this on my own. And I would do full-scale video-type productions. Yeah, you don't do any training, though, right? No, we, we're willing to work with people. Because there might be p- people out there that got one for their birthday or Christmas and oh, they have yeah. no idea what to do. No, not a problem. You know, get a hold of me and you know, we'll go up to the local soccer field. Or Well, I know Macedonia doesn't like you up there in their, their little uh, park up there. But uh, we'll find a place to fly and help you out. And you usually no get permission. Right? Well, you know In where some you're... places you can get permission. Yeah, that's the thing about the park systems, too. Like I mentioned uh, Cleveland Metro Parks, you know, Mm -hmm. there are no fly zones. But if you go to a park system and say, hey, I'm a commercial pilot, you know, I would like to do this specifically. I know it's supposedly against your rules. Can we tweak the rules, you know, and it would be okay. More times than not, I'll tell you a funny story. Um, Payne Falls. Have you ever been out to Payne Falls? No. Beautiful place. And last fall, I got some stunning pictures. With the fall foliage and everything. Right. And it's, it's a real pretty waterfall. And that's another one of my niches is, is waterfalls right. and sunrises and sunsets. And uh, so <laughs> it's kind of funny. Went out there and pulled. I mean, it's just got a small little parking lot. It's got its signs, you know, and it didn't say anything about no drones or anything. Right. And this is, this is as a matter of fact, I'll talk about this after the story. But so I took all the pictures, posted them on Facebook. Everybody's like, "Oh my God!" And I got a big following up in Painesville. The people up in Painesville are really great. Uh, Fairport Harbor and everything. So they were really soaking it up. They're like, mm-hmm. "Oh my God, that's beautiful!" And uh, <laughs> so the next day I'm at work and my phone rings, and here it's the park manager oh, or something right. of Lake County Parks, and they're like, "Oh, this is so and so, and you're Lake County Parks, so you know we're no drone park." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm." Sorry. I actually went on, before I took that shot, I went on their website, and in their search button, I typed in drone. Right. Came back with nothing. And on site, you said there was no signs. And on site, there was no signs. But come to find out that the way they have it worded on their website, for some reason, it doesn't mention drones mm. or something. I don't You're know. You're just supposed to know. But he was super nice about it. He called me up. He says, man, those pictures were just beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and, now, uh, um... So that means you can't shoot like Brandywine Falls, for example. Brandywine is a national park. And as of now, you're not allowed to fly in national parks. Okay. And that's been a rule, hard, fast rule for a lot of times. Because like Yosemite, they don't want people parking their sure. drone in the bottom of yeah. old, you know, old Faithful or whatnot. But the gentleman out at Lake County Parks, he, he was nothing but nice. He calls me up and says, great pictures, great pictures. <laughs> but, you know, we're no drone. He says... And I got to talking to him about the rules and regulations. And the truth about it is, any park can dictate what you can and can't do if you're standing in their park. 
But what they can't do, they can't regulate the airspace above their park. Mm -hmm. So even if it's two inches off the ground, ah. they don't have the ability to regulate that airspace. Mm -hmm. So if I'm standing outside of a park and that park is a no-fly zone, I'm allowed to fly into that park. Hmm. And they can't tell me not to fly. It's right. just the technicality of it. Now, of course, we're not going to go out pushing everybody's buttons right, and all right, this right. stuff. You know, we'd rather knock on their door and say, hey, you know, we'd like to, you know, take a picture of your beautiful waterfall or anything. So long story short, the guy out in uh, Lake County, that's what he told me. He says, hey, your pictures are great. I understand you're a commercial pilot. You know, we can appreciate that. Uh, we do have a no drone policy. But if you would like to do something in our parks, get a hold of me. Let me know. Right. You know, they have that great little farm park out there. You mm -hmm. know, that would make some great photography as well. So if I wanted to do that, I'd just have to call them up and, you know, mm -hmm. they would work with us. So we appreciate that. And, and again, you shouldn't really worry too much about us commercial people. It's the hobbyists. Yes, yes, yes. So They I, may have I signs there now. Maybe you prompted them to. They may. I, I think it, it might impede other people just... But that, that's one hard part about our, our business is that I have to do so much research just to find out what little pieces of air, when in reality, I'm the, able to, what dictates where I can fly is the FAA and the mm -hmm. FAA only. And those aeronautical charts that we read or are supposed to learn how to read, right? tell you where you can fly. You know, if I got to go talk to every Tom, Dick, and Harry, about, hey, right. can I fly here or can I fly there? Or, you know, some cities are like city-wide. You, know, right. you can't fly over our city. Well, guess what? I can. <laughs> right. So. Do you, um like it's Macedonia no-fly zone or with permission? Their park up there, Longwood Park, um, from what I've... Actually, they have a sign up there. It says no radio-controlled devices mm. or something like that. Um and actually, one of the people from, I don't know, the council or something did contact me. And um, I gave him all my information. I said, yeah, let's have a sit down and talk about this. And mm -hmm. I'll explain, you know, what the, the true legalities of it is. Right. And, and try to help you guys out, you know. Because, again, I'm all about information. Like I said, we go up to the Cleveland Air Show uh, every year. And we do all that we can to promote. I mean, that's why I'm here. Doing, right. Doing a podcast. Sure. And uh, my buddy Cliff Franks down in Canal Fulton, he owns uh, Buckeye Drone. And he's like one of the smartest guys I've known. He is a, a great businessman. He knows he's been flying since day one. I mean, he's been flying for like seven years. Wow. Early, early, early adapter. Came out. Uh, uh, Matt and Mike up there at Drone Works, you know, that the, they were early in it too. They build their own drones. Wow. And, and Cliff Franks at Buckeye Drone. Uh, he's just, he's a good guy to know. And, and and all of us, we do the best we can to help people. Like Matt and Mike, you know, they go to different schools and colleges and whatnot and, mm -hmm. and teach about drones. You know, and we're just trying to better our situation for everybody. Well, that's great. Is there anything that um, we didn't talk about that you want to talk about today? Oh, I don't know. Is there? <laughs> we'll find out later when we're driving home. Oh, like, yeah. oh no, like, we're gonna have to do this another well, video. I warned you the other day. I says you get me rolling. I'll have to keep talking for a long time. <laughs> well, I mean, you just have so many stories. You know, oh, you can always come back. Yeah, the stories are great. I mean, like I said, the trip that I had down to Texas uh, was was a great trip. You know, and uh, I chased sunrises and sunsets. You know, so 
as I was driving, I'm timing my arrival into Houston or Dallas, you know, for sunrise and sunset right. and going out there chasing these things. And we got some amazing pictures. And, uh, yeah, there's plenty of stories. Plenty so, of stories. um, any plans on future flights? Sure, let's go today. <laughs> well, I think the rain is kind of impeding that. Like I say, if, if, if the weather is doable and if I don't, you know, have a car that I got to fix or something, I'm out there flying as much as I can. I was just wondering if you had any trips planned, you know. Well, I do have a top secret one, though, coming out this Saturday. So oh. I don't want to divulge that. Well, we'll just have to it, wait and well, that's check tomorrow, it out. Well, that's tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, tomorrow is, is, yes. This week went by fast. Yeah. Well, well, I suppose I can say because I'm not going to have this video out tonight. Yeah, this is the date of this recording is the 29th of March, yeah. 2019. T tomorrow I'm going to be somewhere special. Well, we will look for that. But it's, it's actually a surprise attack, so that's why I didn't want to say anything. But um, th that's what I enjoy about this is going to all these different cities. You know, I've done work in Solon, Chagrin Falls, Paysville, Fairport Harbor, um, Cleveland, of course, Cleveland Heights. I work for the city of Cleveland Heights. Uh, and for me, it's just intriguing. I'll, I'll sit at home and I'll bring up Google Maps and I'll just look on the maps like, where do I want to go? Yes, now? yes, yes. <laughs> you know, we've been out to uh, Warren in Youngstown and just, and if you, you guys want to get a hold of me, you got a cool place that you think. Of, you yeah. Know. Where should Jeff go next? Yeah. I mean, I would love to fly Brandywine Falls, but I have to respect the fact that right. it's now in actuality, again, you could be off the property and fly into the park. This is what I just heard, and again, I, you know, I don't want to push anybody's buttons, but I heard that you can fly into a park if you're not physically on the park property. Again, I understand the reasons for these rules and regulations, so we, we try not to push it. Yeah, there's a lot of trees there. I, I don't know how the view would be. Yeah, it, that's the other thing, mm -hmm. especially when you shoot waterfalls, because I did a lot of that in my first year. I have a lot of videos of waterfalls, and when you get down into a valley, you know, you get the gusty winds going through there and everything, mm -hmm. you know, and this is all, it, again, this is high tech, so it knows the wind and it fights against the wind. That's what keeps it stable, the three-axis gimbal, uh, so you get smooth footage and whatnot, but uh, yeah, you got to watch yourself. But, you know, some of the things we're looking forward to is flying in the air show again this year and just uh, doing anything and everything that we can. So give us a call, droidohio.com. Well, you know, we could drone on and on and yeah. on, but I think we... Uh... You've been waiting to use that line. <laughs> I think we must take, take flight here and, uh, you know, we can have you back another day. The Nordonia Hills Comedy Hour. <laughs> With me, it's always like that. I'm a punster, you know, it's what I do. People roll their eyes at me, but, you know, that's the kind of, that's the kind of reaction I want, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate well, you asking me out here. Yeah, thanks for coming, Jeff. This was a lot of it was fun. a lot of fun, and we'll do it again. And oh, can't gotta, wait to see your say hi to Gary too. Oh, hi Gary. Hi Gary. Yeah, I've I went uh, with uh, Gary on some of his uh, some of his flights and stuff. Yeah. It's it's definitely a lot of fun. It's a lot harder than people think. Actually, I think it's quite easy myself. Well, I mean, for new people, it's the you know we can talk about that next yeah, time. Yeah, there you go. Bye, everybody. See ya.